Bryce Eddy here, Liberty Station, and today's show is brought to you by my good friends at Devoted Capital, where they believe how you profit matters. They are dedicated to helping you align your investments with your values, empowering you to a life well-lived. On today's show, I have two repeat guests, and it's an awesome show. We go over a lot of things, but today's guest is Tony Lyons from Skyhorse Publishing and Sophia Karstens from Children's uh, Health Defense Fund. And we talk about the new Robert Kennedy book, and we hit on a bunch of stuff. We call Anthony Fauci names and um, talk about what a disgusting uh, human being he is. So you should probably like this show. Um, We do hit a lot of cool stuff. I really enjoyed doing the episode, and I think so will you. Well, Bryce Eddy here, and I have um, two fabulous repeat guests on the show today, um, and that is Sophia Karstens and Tony Lyons uh, from Skyhorse Publishing, and uh, Sophia uh, works with um, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. and is uh, responsible for, um, you know, um, sticking it to Dr. Fauci with the uh, the book that... Um, Gosh, uh, I, I think we're going to talk and and update the the world on on kind of what's going on. But you know, he's he's having to to make a quick uh, exit uh, stage left here um, because I think of the work that you both have done. So, um, welcome to Liberty Station. Thanks so much. Uh, returning champions. <laughs> I I love it. No, you guys are both real heroes. Um, I before we were. Um, uh, on air here, uh, I, I talked Tony. Um, I told you that I'd listened to a uh, Stephen Crowder um, uh, episode the other day where Alex Jones was on, and both Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson say that you're uh, you are the uh, last radical free speech publisher in the U.S. So um, quite quite the compliment. That's great. Yeah, there's no better compliment that I could get. Yeah, well, we appreciate it because, um, you know, we got shut down on this show on our YouTube uh, channel um, and, and you know, we got thrown in YouTube jail because I called um, uh, Tony Fauci a fraud. Um, and uh, so I love to pile on him because I think he's one of the um, uh, most uh, egregious uh, and evil actors in the United States today and maybe on the world stage. So um, let's let's. Um, beat him up in a nonviolent verbal way today. And I would love to hear uh, what's going on now, um, because I know you guys are are kind of, you know, in, in that continued battle against censorship right now. Yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting that you use the word fraud, because um, that's probably how we're going to get him. Ultimately, um, you can't, you can't go after a government official or a government agency under RICO. So, even though racketeering is all over, has its fingerprints all over this mess, um, that's not how we're gonna. That's not how we're gonna get these guys. Um, it's a little like nailing Al Capone for tax evasion, <laughs> which is fine. I'm in. Um, but um, the the reason that um, you know Tony and I were talking about you know coming back to you is um, you know a lot's happened since the last time we were here, and uh, first of all, the book has now sold well over a million copies. 
um, despite a total media blackout and censorship at every level, which we will get into. It's pretty, it's a pretty complex web. Um, but what's interesting is um, Tony Fauci has now said that he's going to resign. And what struck both of us as interesting about that is, you know, Bobby Kennedy is an attorney and he structures everything that he does uh, with the organization of a lawyer preparing for court. So yeah. that includes this book and, um, and also the next one. Um, and so when you dig into a five decade history um, with 2,194 citations going back five decades, um, laying out the, the entire history and architecture of how we ended up to be standing where we are right now, the answer actually is fraud. And yeah. so interestingly, I think you will be vindicated at some point, probably not tomorrow, but at some point that particular word is going to be an interesting paradigm. Good. Then I can go back to, uh, you know, YouTube on that one. Um, well, and for those of you that are listening and, uh, we, we will put uh, our first episode in the show notes. So you have a direct link to that, but the book is, um, uh, uh, put together by, I mean, all the proceeds go to Children's Health uh, Defense Fund, um, and it is the real Anthony Fauci. If you haven't read it, you should, um, because it is um, really well organized and goes so deep into his history. Um, I think I mentioned this in the previous uh, episode we had together, but I remember him specifically when I was a kid in the early days of the um, HIV AIDS crisis. And I remember the lies that they were selling us at that time. And he was behind that. And I, um, and I remember none of those things came true. And so when uh, it came to this, you know, I had that little in the back of my mind, wait a second, you know, none of the predictions that he made about the destructiveness of what AIDS was going to do, it was going to, you know, catch us all, it was going to be, um, you know, uh, all the heterosexual couples were going to be getting it, it was going to be so, you know, thick um, in terms of its exposure to the world that we were all going to die kind of a thing, unless we had these emergency um, things in place. And of course, he was wrong then. So I said, why should we believe him now? Right. I think he can hand over the magic eight ball now. I think he's systematically gotten every single prediction wrong in the history of his tenure. Um, and, um, and it is a tenure. Um, and I, I think that's where, you know, Bobby's book, books, plural, um, are really a blueprint for instance. And um, we'll have to see what happens here in a minute. Um, and, and certainly, um, as we've been saying all along, you know, we need to get rid of these individuals and that that's true. Um, but ultimately what we, what we will be doing is cutting off the head of the Hydra because there's going to be someone who's willing to come to come in and exploit a corrupt system because they're corrupt. So what we really need to do is use this as a blueprint for indictment, get rid of the bad guys. That's true. They are bad guys. They need to go. But then we also need to restructure, rebuild our, our system and our government agencies so that this doesn't continue to happen so that we actually have government agencies rather than being funded by the very industry they are charged with regulating rather than being a 
closed loop of a snake eating its tail and the actual impetus is towards bottom line and return on investment, that there is a firewall in between that impulse and the actual people and protecting the actual people in this country. Um, so I think, you know, a really good first step is finding the, the really good, solid, not all these kind of create, I know there's a lot of <clears throat> theories out there of how we're going to get the bad guy. And I think, you know, it's tempting because he is a bad guy. Um, but I think we need to stick with the, the foundation that is solid, that is right in front of us and do those, go through those steps and accomplish those goals. And then we can go, okay, great. That's done, but we're not done. We need to now look back at this bigger picture and see how we got here and make sure that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Well, if we have, uh, I'm sorry, Tony, go ahead. Yeah, there was just one kind of statement that I was going to make. So I was thinking that what you see with these two books, so you have this one too, hard to get in front of the screen, right? So what you see with, with these two books is that Dr. Fauci has sort of lied, cheated, and failed his way to the top. And so you have to ask yourself, how could that have happened? You know, why does he get more power the more he fails? Why is the fact that his response to COVID got one of the worst outcomes on the planet? So we have more money, we put more resources into it, but our outcome is so much worse. And it just has to be that he actually didn't have the goal of succeeding, that his goal was to work for and support and contribute to the bottom line of these big pharmaceutical companies at the expense of public health. So in that sense, he succeeded in what he was trying to do and what people with a lot of power wanted him to do. So he was in a sense, you know, winning at that game. But we as the people of this country were losing. Do you know whom you're voting for? With every product you buy and every dollar you spend, you are casting your vote. Devoted Capital offers values-based investing portfolios that are designed to help you reach your financial goals, all the while making a positive impact on your life and the world around you. They are dedicated to educating, engaging, and empowering you to be wise with your investments and to equip you to be knowledgeable with your vote. Visit their website at devotedcapital.com to learn more about values-based investing or dial 805-372-0821 to speak to your values investor advocate today. Investment advisory services offered through Alliance Advisory and Securities, LLC, registered investment advisor. Yeah, well, um, I mean, what he's done, and I'll tell you why he's been successful and been insulated, is he's he's created a, um, uh, a, a mafia-style gangster organization. And, and there's no difference to what he's done here than, than what, um, you know, what we saw with that type of an organization. You have he's rewarded everybody uh, a little bit at all the levels of the organization, which is why you have those things, um, uh, the connections to the pharmaceutical companies, the ability for them to do patents and share in some of that wealth. He's created the mechanism that all the way rolls up and rewards everyone who participates in these lies and everyone who participates in this grift. He's, he's done a very good job of organizing it that way throughout multiple levels of, of his agency and other government agencies 
He's he's actually brilliantly presiding over a criminal organization is what it really is. Um, and and they are um, I mean, it's crimes against humanity that they've actually done. Um, and I'm so thrilled that you are both playing the long game in this. I'm so thrilled that um, Robert Kennedy is playing the long game in this and doing such a good job of presenting this case. And, and you know, him being a lawyer, again, that that is the reason he's been able to do this so carefully. I mean, I've not seen a book with more carefully um, uh, organized footnotes and, and all of that. I mean, it's brilliant. It's why they can't go after him because they do. They'll they'll crack it open even more and they'll end up advertising uh, and creating their own demise. Right. And they oh. haven't. That's what's interesting, too. They, they haven't, um, you know. Try, they really, I mean, they've done their ad hominem attacks and they've, they've used the playbook the way that they normally do. Right. Um, but they haven't, and they've attacked Bobby Kennedy, but they haven't addressed one single allegation in the book. They can't. So if they were really worried about saying, okay, this, this is completely false. The, the counter for an argument is a better argument. So they, you yeah. know, they could they could come and say this is untrue this is untrue this here's here's documentation showing that you guys are blatantly false um but they haven't done that in fact they will rarely even mention the name of the book in their hatchet pieces they'll right. just attack bobby's family or him yeah. or children's health defense or whatever it is and never mention, oh, and by the way, he also wrote this book that's full of a bunch of allegations that are really bad crimes. <laughs> They're not addressing any of it. Yeah, what's what's fascinating too is, you know, what you mentioned, that it's sort of like a, a mafia organization that's set up really, really well to benefit lots of people and it all kind of flows up. So Dr. Fauci says that his favorite book is the Godfather, and that his favorite line in the book is, you know, it's just business, uh, so it's it's not personal. So when you think about that, the last person you would want in the world to be in charge of public health is somebody who thinks it's about business and not about people. So, Amen. but you know, what's really scary is that he set up this organization that just makes money, that's just censored on money. Yep. And he can't be prosecuted in the same way that the mafia could. So you could go after the mafia under RICO for right. corruption, for racketeering. But you can't go after Dr. Fauci and the organization that he set up for racketeering. So, you know, that's what's what's really scary is that it's like he brought the mafia into the government. And then yep. you have. You know, there was this New York Times article that came out last week that said that 75% of the funding for the FDA comes from the companies that they're supposed to be regulating. And I think it's clear that that's true with all the regulation now. That, you know, if we have regulators who are essentially working for the companies that they're supposed to regulate, that they're just totally captured, how can we ever get? Uh, a, a government that really cares about us, you know, that's that's really going to protect us. And that's what they're there for. 
So, so I think that what we need to think about doing here is like, like you were saying, Sophia, is we can't just get rid of Dr. Fauci. We have to get rid of the whole system, this, this whole yeah. system that makes it all about money. But the beauty is that we have all these people, all these, these real heroes who have stood up during this time and who have fought back at no benefit to themselves. You know, people like Robert F. Kennedy, but lots of other people too, who have risked everything, who've been deplatformed, who've been vilified, who've had hit pieces. You know, these people who have lost everything, you know, these are the people we should trust. And these are the people who, sh- who should be our future leaders. Well, uh, you know, our, our hope in this is that we we may not be able to prosecute him using RICO and those sort of things because of that that governmental uh, layer of protection. But what we can do is is take still the same play out of that that book and roll them up. And there will be people that are the lower level folks that as uh, the scrutiny gets on it on Dr. Fauci and as and as it gets cleared that he's going down, right, there's the going to people that will that will just roll up on him and we'll have more and more whistleblowers that go, oh yeah, here's how this all worked. And and the more we can crack those things open and expose those things, the more, to your point, Tony, we can maybe rescue our systems a little bit. But what you're describing is happening in every right. government institution, exactly every level. It is. It's in every government agency um, that is designed in theory or was structured in theory to protect people, whether that be EPA, whether that be our health agencies. Um, it, you're right that that shareholder stakeholder mentality is there, you know, um, firewalls were put in place um, for for financial protection uh, in other realms that then ultimately get it, you know, were, were repealed later as well. If you look at something like Glass-Steagall, you know, there there are these firewalls that are in place to prevent exactly this kind of corruption. Um, yeah. And over time, you know, people sort of forget or it gets modified or it gets changed or it gets repealed. And so, or laws get passed or bills gets pa- bills get passed where okay, now there's no liability here, or now we're going to specify this act is going to change this. So it, those firewalls were there for a reason. And they slowly yeah. over time, you know, crumble when you don't uphold them. Um, and I think that's, that's a really, you know, excellent point about, you know, Tony is a, is a particularly powerful smug mob boss. But right. the reality is these individuals do they are effective only so long as they are not expendable and what bobby kennedy did with his book is he made tony fauci expendable so now he's exposed and the rats are leaving the ship and they will continue to leave the ship and i we we do need to focus on this and we do need to follow it in true vampire fashion. They are going to fight this to the death. You know, it's going to require a stake through the heart and that's great. We need to pursue this to its very end. But when that's done, we don't stop there and say, we got the bad guy. We can all go home. Problem solved. No, because the bad guys, yeah, the bad guys are the corporate oligarchy. 
which includes big pharma and other elites that have slowly uh, taken away those safeguards and they've done it legally. That's the scary part about all this stuff is right. what we're talking about is a lot of what's gone on where the FDA is owned by pharma and other uh, agencies that have conflicts of interest. Um, and and subsidiary of the pharmaceutical industry at this point. And unfortunately, that's it. That that happened for time. It didn't happen overnight. It happened with one step at a time, seemingly unrelated things that were not unrelated. And now we're standing here and we've been asleep at the wheel for a really long time. And that's a fact. But now is the time to go, okay, we're not asleep anymore. We understand it's going to require sacrifice and a fight. And we're going to have to push this tie back. But we need to do it if we have any hope for our children to have a world that is not a corporatocracy. With the consumer price index increasing yet again, the stock market has been in absolute turmoil. What's our illustrious leader doing to quell the surge of inflation? Oh, yeah. Spending more money and adding to the burden. Don't bury your head in the sand while your savings get decimated. Do something about it. Diversify into gold with Birch Gold. Text Liberty to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you to do it. Join their thousands of satisfied customers and secure peace of mind for the upcoming storm. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Well, the the interesting thing is when it collapses, though, you know, it, it happens very slowly over time. But when it disintegrates, it, it goes pretty quick. And and yeah. I think we're, we're unfortunately, you know, in some respects, we might be at the end of our republic. But what can come out of that um, it, it can be strong again. And, and, I, and I hope that, you know, we've got a couple of different paths we can go down. And I hope that, that when it does crumble and the hardship that I believe that we're going to all go through here in the United States, um, what comes out of that ashes, I, I will think, will be a stronger people. And, and that's what I'm, I'm hoping to see. And I'm, I'm hoping all of us, you know, get to get to see, you know, the U.S. kind of get restored to, to some, you know, glory again that has real liberty at its roots. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that that I think people have to recognize is that there have been these incredible tools put into place for censorship and that they've been um, instituted in sort of every level of this country. So all the major newspapers are kind of acting in lockstep. So when this book came out, the real Anthony Fauci, every one of them wrote a hit piece against Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And they were essentially all the same story. None of them reviewed the book. None of them would accept advertisements for the book. So there's this sort of multi-tiered system. And so, That all came from the government asking all of these places to do these things. So, you know, I don't have all the details of it, but it it seems clear. And there's a document that was put out by the Surgeon General called Confronting Health Misinformation. And it, Mm -hmm. it outlines and says that they're going to do these things, that they're going to 
approach each of these country uh, companies and that they're going to go to all the big tech companies and it says specifically what they're going to do they're going to ask them to to deplatform anybody who is a purveyor of misinformation so yeah. you know what they do is they use these words like misinformation or people who are making false claims or people who are conspiracy theorists so all of these anytime viewers hear those words they should think to themselves why do we need these words you know if the things that are being said are wrong and if they're really misleading then point out where they're wrong you know like like you were saying before so sophia you know if they're wrong you can go at the actual allegations you can counteract them you can disprove them so if you really can do that you would do that because it's obviously more effective people are convinced by real arguments so what's happened is that everything's been peeled away so the best seller list now they knock down books that they don't like so you mentioned alex Jones. his book in its first week was the best selling book in the country it was not on the best seller list the new york times just kept it off no no reason given so yeah. when Robert F Kennedy Jr's book came out it was the best selling book in the country the new york times made it number 5 um and and they made their their own book that they funded and that was written by a new york times writer they made that number 1 so the corruption is at so many different levels and people are steered towards an answer so what people in this country need to recognize is though they may still have the illusion that they have freedom and this sort of strange sense where there's you know maybe some consensus in certain groups they've been kind of led by the nose to that and that there there is no consensus there's no medical consensus you don't even want that what you want is as many voices as possible as much information as possible so that you can make real informed decisions so that you can follow real science not science that's been spoon-fed to you by people who are making millions and billions of dollars from it. And that yeah. particularly what Tony just said is is particularly um really I mean it's alarming but it it's really dangerous and the reason that it's dangerous first of all what Tony just described is the definition of a first amendment violation what we have is it's also the definition of fascism. Uh we have a a government that is putting pressure on corporations to censor and control civilians that is fascism by definition so we're we're yeah. that's where we're standing right now today um but the reason that what tony was just describing is so dangerous is because you know no one thinks that censorship is a good thing but when you're censoring um you know explicit lyric lyrics in a rap song that's one thing when you are preventing information critical information that people need to be able to make informed consent decisions about informed it's not consent about their own health and their lives and they're unable to mitigate the risk that we all do all day long that's that's life right we 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 mitigate risk um when you don't have access to all the information to be able to make those choices um for the risk in your life and it, in fact are being prevented from having access to that information 
that is criminal and it's dangerous because you can only know what you know. Right, so you, you have so many really talented and experienced doctors and scientists who disagree with the government narrative, who disagree with Dr. Fauci. So, you know, there, and there are hundreds and hundreds of, of them. And there, you know, there's Dr. Corey, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Malone, Dr. Judy Mikovits. I mean, there's so many different people, but you can't read what they're saying. You have to go out and look for it because they've been totally deplatformed. They've been taken off every big tech platform uh, that there is. And you can't advertise for their books. You can't watch their videos. So then you can claim that there's some consensus because like I said before, everything else has been stripped from it. And even yeah. when you at, at Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book and you see that it sold a million copies, that's misleading because they did so much to make it so that you wouldn't find the book, so that you wouldn't read the book. So, you know, even Amazon, you know, they put an advertisement at the top of it where you could mistakenly try to click on the book and you go to the CDC website. And, you know, if, if you look at the likes for the positive reviews, they've basically taken them all off periodically. So this is a book that's got, you know, well over 25,000 reviews. And the overwhelming number of them are four and five stars, something like 95%. But the most liked reviews are the negative ones. There are some that have yeah. 2,500 likes. And the positive ones have almost no likes. But I actually followed it closely. And I have screenshots that show that, that the number one five-star review written by Dr. Mercola had over 7,000 likes. And they just took them all down just to bury that uh, really well-informed, yeah. detailed review. We have two major tragedies in this country that I take personally. And it's poor health and veganism. Battle both by ordering from my friends at Good Ranchers. 85% of all grass-fed beef is imported from other countries, but because they process it here, they can slap the product of USA label on it. Because of this, over 100,000 independent American farms and ranches have closed. Good Ranchers sells 100% American meat. A Good Ranchers subscription locks in your price to protect you against inflation. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com slash liberty. Every item is steakhouse quality and you can order the finest steaks, seafood, and chicken at half the price of those other online meat guys. And I'll tell you, in direct head-to-head -head competition in my discriminating household, Good Ranchers just tastes much better. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com slash liberty. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered. We, we are fighting against manipulators and liars. And right now they're the ones that are in charge of our institutions. And they're the ones that are, um, you know, trying to sell us their ideas and manipulate us into their ideas. And, um, you know, uh, I, I want to correct you, um, Sophia, because you gave us a definition of fascism. And um, what I've learned that it is now is it's, it's Christians, people who voted for Trump, who want liberty, 
who want um, to be able to have their uh, free market businesses and live their lives and have as small government as possible. That's fascism now. Yeah, it's been so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, 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 that is really, truly what's amazing about all of this stuff right now. We definitely are in an, an, or, an Orwellian age because they are in real time changing definitions yeah. to everything. Um, and, and, you know, we're being called in the Christian community, we're being called Christo-fascists. And um, it's the same attack that they're doing with all of us, you know, Robert Kennedy, everybody. They will label us with these things that they hope stick. And if they don't stick, they just move to another label until they find one that, that, that you get sort of a consensus of. And, you know, that's that's the game. They first they and they conflate words, too. So they conflate extremist with terrorist. Yes. And then they accuse anyone. We Our president stood up about three weeks ago and said that if you do not agree with the majority you are an extremist yeah that's what the that's what they did in the cold war to put yep. people into psychological camps it's well and what they're doing with these words and these definitions and i have people that say to me all the time well we need to prevent the country from falling into fascism and i'm like haha we're already there guys we're already off that cliff, <laughs> you know? We are. It's how far the line down the line are we going to move? Right. Um, and, and we're, you know, we're trying to trying to stop that and, and reverse course as best we can. And that's what this show's about. And I know that's what you are both doing in your efforts. Um, can we can we talk about the new book um, a little bit? Because, you know, I haven't read it yet and I'd love to, you know, get uh, get some highlights and you know, tease that to where we make this one a bestseller as well. Yeah, there's not a whole lot we can say yet about it, but you can get a lot from the cover and from the title and the subtitle. Yeah. So you know, for people who can't see it, um, who are just listening to us, the, the new book's title is The Wuhan Cover-Up. And the subtitle is How the U.S. Officials Conspired with the Chinese Military to Hide the Origins of COVID-19. Yeah, when, so, when does it get released? Uh, it's probably going to be December. Okay. So, Christmas presents, everybody. Right. right. So, uh, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is an incredibly thorough researcher and writer. And, you know, he is going to make sure that he nails every piece of this, uh, this most important story probably in the last 50 years that we have to get to the bottom of how COVID started, why it started, and the, and the real disinformation that followed us through this entire period and how people have died because of it. So, you know, that's what- put anything out that's not impenetrable. So he, it, it sometimes takes a little longer than we would like it to take because he's meticulous about making sure that everything is vetted yeah, well, he needs to. Five ways. But but we want to be sure to have it out so that it can really be a blueprint for congressional investigations in January. That's right. Can that's, it can it be uh, pre-ordered? Yes, it can be pre-ordered now. All right. Awesome. Well, you heard it, folks. Pre-order that thing. 
um, yeah, I, I think it'll be another incredible piece and pretty revealing. And, you know, reading through the first one, I, I mean, it's hard not to be incredibly angry um, when you see the total picture of of what, um, you know, Anthony Fauci did uh, throughout his career to so many people, um, you know, the advantage he took um, of, you know, I mean, gosh, uh, of entire nations and entire groups of people, some of the things that he did that were just truly wicked and evil. I mean, it's stomach turning. So again, if you haven't read the first book, um, please go get it and read that. And then um, I'm sure this next one will will um, make us uh, just as incensed. I think that's one of the important things about the book, too, is that, um, you know, it does it does do that. It does make people uh I mean, it's bleak and it's depressing and it's not fun, but it does make people angry. And I think that's what we need right now because this, there is a complacency um, that is resulting in turning your head while your neighbor is dragged away in this country um, where it's, oh, well, I don't, it's too much. I don't want to, I don't want to know about it. You have to know about it because your, your life and your liberty is now at stake. And I think that's where this book is is really important, and it's also been an incredible tool um, to. I hate to say wake Americans up because that sounds condescending, but to to um, start to illuminate the complexities of which a lot of people I think are unaware. Um, yeah. And about our predicament, and I think when people get angry, that's where change happens. That's where revolutions happen and that's where change happens. So I think it's it's a positive thing, even though it's not fun to read about experiments on homeless and foster minority children. It's it should incense every American and yeah. and every human um to pick up a sword and and fight this battle. And I think that's been, you know, it's you know who's not confused about what's happening in this country <laughs> right now is anyone from Eastern Bloc, anyone from China, anyone from a South American country that remembers a regime, or anyone really that's experienced our military industrial complex steaming in there and you know exploiting um, resources at the expense of of you know humans and enslaving people in debt. And by the way, that model works just as well enslaving our own people as it does other countries. Yeah. Um, and when you have Americans who have, they don't know what they're looking at. They don't know what they're seeing. So they believe the sort of cake or death, false, false choice that, you know, well, there's a good choice and a bad choice. And you're just stupid if you pick the bad choice, you know, or I don't want to sacrifice choice. I want to just put my head down and wait till everything can go back to normal. That was never an option. Um, the lie that this country has been fed for a very long time um, is that life isn't Sophie's choice every day, all day. And, you know, ask someone who walked across Latvia, you know, whether that was a choice that they wanted to make. You know, your choice was stay and die or leave and maybe die, but maybe, you know, survive. So your choice is, do you want to die by hanging or drowning? Because those are your choices. That's that's where we are right now. And, it, and it's, a, it's a bleak and depressing place to stand and I get that. And I get that's why people are often resistant to wanting to hear about it or talk about it because they would rather that not be the case. But it is 
the reality and it is the case and to deny the reality is to um is at your own peril and it is to it is implied consent it is implied compliance and consent with whatever's happening and that's what Solzhenitsyn said you know once mm -hmm. we comply we deserve everything that happened after it after it um what you need to do is stand up even if it's uncomfortable even if it's you know even if it is requiring of a sacrifice because the choice isn't whether you're going to sacrifice or not the choice is yeah. are you going to sacrifice now or are you going to sacrifice later and later it's going to be worse if you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash liberty or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code LIBERTY. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com forward slash liberty. PatriotMobile.com forward slash liberty or call 972-PATRIOT. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, it's interesting because I, I use that um, example with parenting. Um, you know, do the hard work with your kid now while they're little. Um, otherwise, the world will be much more brutal on disciplining them. And, uh, and so you, you know, do the work when they're little, that's why God made them small. Um, you know, uh, but, but I, I do think that it is that same idea now is that we better attack these problems while they're still manageable. Um, you know, let's not wait to stand up, um, you know, when they're asking us to kneel at gunpoint. You know, let's let's stand up now. Um, you mentioned, you know, Eastern Europeans. Um, Charlie Kirk, the great Charlie Kirk, just had uh, a ex -K, um, KGB official spy um, actually on his show who became a Christian later in his life. And he told his story. And one of the things that he came away and I and I recommend people listen to this episode. I'm actually going to have him on our show as well. Um, to tell his actual Christian part of his testimony, which I'm, I'm looking forward to. But but he tells the story of how he came to be a, a, a KGB agent. And uh, Charlie's asking him, well, what are you thinking about now with what's being taught in these schools and, and Marxism and, and you know, uh, Lenin and all this stuff is happening? And he was uh, quite taken aback in the conversation. Like, wait, that's happening at that level now? You know, um, and he couldn't understand it. And one of the things that he said is we need to get loud right now because what's happening, the left is so loud and they control, you know, all of these microphones, they control all of these institutions. So they have the bullhorn. And where I'm going with this is 
the two of you are part of getting loud and getting this information out there. And we have to use whatever available means we all have to stand up, to be loud. You know, now we can do these things nonviolently and and we should, and we're not advocating for violence or anything like that on this show, but we need to be in their face and loud in any means, any way we can. Really great that's really, really happening now that, you know, people are fed up, they're angry, they're tired of being told what to do, what to think, what to read, what to put in their own bodies. And they're really ready to rebel, you know, nonviolently, but they're ready to rebel. And, yeah. you know, there are a lot of ways that that they can do that. They, they, they have to first kind of wake up and see what's going on. Um, but the, the, the number of people, the percentage of people in this country who have woken up, who are ready to act, who are saying no, who are recognizing all the different levels of censorship, all the different ways that we're being forced to specific ways of seeing things, they're recognizing that they don't want that anymore, that that's not American, that's not what people fought for, that's not why people came here. And I think that the only real danger now, that there's a, there's a victory that's, that's close, and that the only real danger now is that the, all of the different groups who have fought so hard now o- over the last couple of years and who are getting closer and closer to this real victory, you know, can't go against each other. And that yeah. it's so important that people recognize that this is a big, broad coalition that includes people who disagree about all kinds of things, but fundamentally they're on the same side. Fundamentally, they care about the same freedoms and have the same big goals. And the smaller things, they should just let them go and stick amen. together so that we actually win. Yeah, amen. I, I, right now, you know, the battle is really against the extreme, um, and I mean that word legitimately, um, the extreme right. left, right? Um, and, and the people that are so on the far end that have kind of hijacked um, all of the um, traditional, yeah, the, 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 uh, traditional Democrats, the traditional liberals, the people that you, that make great neighbors too, uh, where we can all be friends and, you know, have some polite disagreements and have some things that we don't see eye to eye on, um, as conservatives, but, but, um, those are the people I love and, and, you know, they need to, um, stand up and take back, um, you know, their, party and the ground that they lost to these absolute freak nut jobs, because that is what we're dealing with now that would like to see us be communist and socialist and, um, you know, want actually those of us who believe in, in, um, the kind of Liberty we espouse, they, they'd like us to die. They, they, they would like us to be in gulags and in prison. Right. And I know this because they tell me that on Twitter. Right. Yeah, my my dear friend Bill Maher just had a great quote uh, on his show uh, this past Friday where he said, um, you know, effectively, the 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 problem right now is that we're in a place where when the truth and the narrative conflict, the truth has to apologize. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I think he's great, by the way. Um, You know, we need more um voices on that side um saying what he's saying 
Yeah, that's we need more voices of reason. And again, it's not even about convincing anyone of anything. I don't I don't it's not my job to convince anybody of anything and it's not my job to be convinced. Um it's the fact that that these conversations are allowed or disallowed. Yeah. So like you said, we have okay, we see differently. We both think critically but we come to a different conclusion based on the same data. That's that's what's great about this country. That's that's why we Amen. have, in in theory, two parties. Um, yeah. You know, right. when you have a, a, a an ulterior agenda that gets in there that supersedes the point, which is to have the debate. It doesn't yeah. mean that I'm going to convince you, and maybe I will, but that's not the point. The point yeah. is that we have critical serious people discussing serious issues with different perspectives and different experiences. That's the point. And when half of that conversation is disallowed, we're not fighting to exclude the other side. We're not saying they're wrong or bad or any of that. I mean, sometimes we are, (laughs) but we're, yeah, well, I'll say that they're wrong and bad and all of that. But what I won't do is shut them down. What I won't right, do is 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 pull them off the air. We're not fighting to exclude them. We're fighting to include ourselves and our perspective. And that's that's where there's a distinction that people aren't recognizing. You can sit there and have the straw man debate about whatever it is, and it really doesn't matter. But ask the next question. And keep asking the next question until you get to the fundamental crux of it, which is, wait a second, why is this half of the argument not allowed to have a voice? That's yeah. not the, that's not democracy. Uh, it's not a debate. Yeah, per- perfect example of that is what they're doing, um, Tony, to Alex Jones. Um, remember in this, uh, um, you know, legal battle that he recently went through, you know, their their words were, we want to prevent future Alex Jones meaning that they don't want anyone um, to, to have a voice on those side of things, to say anything that's potentially against them or potentially controversial or anything like that. And that that is solely a value of the left. That is solely a value of the people that that would like to see one party and and that be their party in charge. Um, that that's their goal. And that is not something that that, you know, liberty and freedom loving people espouse. Sure. I mean, you know, the the thing about the Constitution and the thing about the First Amendment is that it was put in place not to protect people with mainstream views, not to protect people with power. It was put in place to protect the minority view. It was put in place to protect the most extreme views so that they could be out there in public, that the answer to speech that you disagree with is not constraining speech. It's not breaking down the ability of people to talk. It's more speech. It's as much speech as possible so that the better ideas win in the marketplace of ideas. They don't win because you're forced not to hear them. Yeah. Right. It's not a- free speech so long as it doesn't bother anybody. <laughs> That's yeah. not what it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that is the interesting thing because they do. That is the if you're listening to, um, you know, I, I take in brain damage every morning by rolling through a Twitter feed and uh, and I do that so other people don't have to. Um, but but what it does really um, uh, 
show you is kind of what the uh, uh, liberal argument, or I actually I try never to say liberal, what the left argument really is. And you get to see what that thread is. And you get to see what's emerging in the way that they argue things. Because they all do the same thing. They all say the same thing. And it's you know great big echo chamber. And, and the right gets guilty of that um, as well. But you always hear the tenor of all of that stuff. And, and everything that they do with regards to free speech is their, their reaction is always, well, but you can't, la- you can't allow all speech. And they make it an all speech argument. And then they put in the category of, well, you can't allow all speech, things that, that um, they believe you know, hurt people. But now they broaden the definition yeah. of what hurt means. Right. Um, for for example, you know you're probably paying somewhat attention to the transgender battle and the the battle with the hospitals that are espousing transgender surgeries even on minors and things like that. Of course, they use that euphemism, gender affirming care, but you've got people that are exposing in their own words what they are saying on their websites uh on their youtube channels and they're you know admitting to doing these surgeries and performing these things and they put that out there but when people get angry about it and send an angry email they define that as a threat so they broaden the definition of threat they broaden the definition Yes, words are violence. And, and then what they say is you are causing, now we're all stochastic terrorists, which is the latest right. thing. So if you disagree with the other side, you are now a terrorist. And they define that as you are uh, creating the environment for randomized violence out there in the world by your level of disagreement. Sure. And that is just so crazy when you think it through. And when you think about the justification for deplatforming now, you know, which has been just rampant in the last couple of years, you know, it's that if you allow somebody to talk, it's an endorsement of it. So that's what they want to tell us. But yes. it's not an in, in endorsement of it. It's an endorsement of the Constitution and it's an endorsement of the freedoms that we're supposed to have in this country. So we don't deplatform people in this country. What we do is we come up with a better argument and we convince people rather than forcing them. Yeah. And they also treat us all like children in the sense, too. The left believes that that uh, we need to all be protected from these ideas. Right. Because right. They, they think that now they, they never think they're too stupid, but they think everybody else is too stupid to be able to sort through the BS. And so, you know, they're the ones that are going to are, you know, be the arbitrators of all of that. They're the ones that are going to protect the stupid people from getting pulled into manipulation. Uh, and so they're going to make sure that that they only lay out the, con- the consensus of this narrative that they want. You know, there's this great, great document that I've been asking people to read. Go the other way. There you, okay. there you go. OK. Now, Confronting health misinformation. Got it. All right. OK, great. So. You know, what's what's really fascinating with that document is that one of the words that that comes up is confusion, is that they're Mm -hmm. trying to rescue people from confusion. So misinformation is barely defined, but there's 22 pages of methods that they're going to use and operations that they're going to work on where they're going to try to make it so that big tech companies make it more difficult. So they actually talk through that they're going to encourage big corporate 
companies, the big tech companies, the big pharma companies to, to work to constrain the ability of people to find information that they disagree with. So they don't have yeah. to make an argument. They don't have to prove that it's wrong. All they have to do is focus on making sure that nobody has access to it. And, and like we were saying before, if you don't have access to real information, to real science, then you can't make an informed decision. So that's yeah. not a real choice then. And, well, and you know how you define? Sorry, go ahead. By, by confused, they mean disagree with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, well, how you define misinformation or disinformation is whatever the people in power say it is. So right. uh, that 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 could go both ways, but you know, right now you have right. the left that own these institutions and own these tech companies. So the misinformation is going to be whatever they declare it to be in order to suppress the other side. Well, and hey, um, has a great quote that um, I, I will probably mangle, but basically, you know, freedom of speech isn't, you know, protecting what someone says or even what you say. Freedom of speech is about protecting at the top of your lungs that which your opponent would oppose at the top of his. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's a great way to end this. Um, can you both uh, give me uh, the best ways that our audience can follow you and stay in touch? And um, let's pre-order that book. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I'm not really big on social media. So, you know, the best way to find me is through skyhorsepublishing.com. Great. Um, I, I'm on social media. Anybody can find me on there. But um, the best thing to do um, right now, especially if you are in California, which we are, um, is to go to the California chapter of Children's Health Defense and um, take a look at everything that we've got going on right now. Um, we've got a lot of projects. Um, we're in the courts. We're in the schools. Um, we're really in the trenches trying to push back the tide in California because California is the beta test state and yep. they are coming at us from all sides. Unlike the yes, movies they are. where they wait to attack you one at a time, that's not how they're doing this. They're attacking everything all at once. So, um, you know, having people know what we're working on and support uh, is great and contributions, not just monetary. We know volunteers are helpful. And if you have a specialty like law or medicine, you know, we can use you, we can put you to work. Um, we really, um, there is so much that needs to be done. And, you know, um, the teams out here are, are, you know, we're having some success. I'm sure everybody heard about uh, the, the pushback and the, uh, of SB 866 and yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, um, and there's more, that's not the only, that's not the only bad one. So, um, there's, uh, that, that's really the best way to stay up with, um, what the teams out here are doing and it's the best way to contribute whether monetarily or otherwise. Um, so that's California children's health defense, California. Wonderful. Well, thank you both for coming on. Really appreciate it. It's so nice to be able to visit with you both. And um, you are both heroes working on, you know, being loud. So thank you so much for joining us. Same. Thank you. Same to you. <laughs> All right. Take care. Take care. Thanks so much.
Thank you for joining us on Liberty Station. I hope you enjoy the show. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to us on Rumble, Liftable TV, or Spotify, or anywhere that you consume podcasts. Please text these episodes to your friends and support our advertisers.